1: we do though have steve kerr brought to you by xfinity stay connected protected and entertained steve thank you very much for joining us uh always appreciate your time steph's mri today revealed the partial dislocation i'm not a doctor but man good news that there is no surgery attached but when i hear he'll be reevaluated in two weeks that makes me it makes a lot of the basketball world think he could be out about a month here do you feel that way
2: Uh, I have no idea how long he'll be out. I'm just relieved that it was uh, not more serious and that uh, he will be back. So um, yeah, that was good news today.
1: Uh, You know, Ray and I were just talking about how replacing him in just the minutes he rests during a game has been quite a head scratcher and a headache for you guys. So looking at any sort of You know, um, sustained absence of Steph Curry is obviously bad news for him, but it does create opportunity for others. And I I guess there's some silver lining. Uh, You know, we are going to see more pool. We're going to see more Moody, Clay, Greenlight personified.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, when uh, when guys go down, there's always opportunity for for other players, and and that'll be the case here. Um, and we're going to have to, uh, you know, hold down the Ford because it's it's not going to be easy. It's been a rough go anyway, even with Steph, um, especially on the road. Uh, the good news is, you know, we, we uh, obviously with 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 the the news today, um, Steph will be back with. Lots of season left, and um, it doesn't feel like anybody's running away with the west. and if as long as we can just stay within striking range, um, you know we feel good about our team and being, you know, when we're healthy. So we just gotta just gotta navigate the uh, the path and and go from there.
3: how um, when you when you saw him get hurt and you saw the reaction on his face, are you by nature in that moment? A pessimist, um, like thinking, "Oh God, it's the year," or "Oh God, it's three months." Uh, do you go to the dark place when you see a guy get hurt, or do you have you learned how to just process that, you know, as it comes?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing you can do about it when it happens, and and um, you know, last night it happened in, late in the third quarter, so we're right in the middle of a close game, and we got to turn our attention to the game itself. Um, So I didn't really have time to think much about it. And then um, as soon as we got into the locker room, I was able to to talk to Steph briefly. And he he thought that, um, you know, and he was right, that it wasn't going to be too serious. Um, So it was all, um, it all felt like uh, this is, you know, this is something that's going to be manageable.
1: He was absolutely cooking. Right up into that injury, too. I mean, he was just playing a spectacular game. Um, it, the injury seemed like just such a benign play, a play that is made in an NBA game 25, 35, 45 different times. And the way that Steph has completely rocked up his body, I, I was stunned to see him come away. But it just shows you how, how precious and delicate it all is. And shoulders and knees and ankles, These are these are really not friends to athletes
2: yeah i mean it's it's uh these guys take a beating and uh and we 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 pay for it later on in life you know trust me everything hurts now for me (laughs) so it's uh you know it's it's part of it and um you know steph is such an incredible athlete in terms of his dedication to his conditioning and his endurance and um he'll find a way over the next couple weeks to uh to maintain his body the best way he can and uh yeah he's always uh, he's always f- figuring it out as he goes uh physically and uh but you're right he was amazing last night he's had a spectacular season and uh, hopefully in the end this is um just a blip and he gets gets a little rest the next two three weeks and then uh and then he comes back strong so that's the that's the hope
1: How thankful is your medical staff that this this is his offhand, his non-shooting shoulder?
2: Yeah, I didn't really talk to Rick yet about that, but I would assume that that um, plays a role, that that, that's helpful, especially in his recovery. Uh, I would think he'd be more likely to be able to uh, to shoot and stuff, you know, uh, before he comes back, just uh, given that his right shoulder is healthy. But I don't know. We'll, We'll see how it all unfolds the next couple of weeks.
3: Without telling me what the actual answer to this is, I'm going to ask, how much time have you spent since the end of last night to thinking about the new rotations? Uh, I mean, how quickly do you sort of go from, God, that really sucks for him, to, oh, my God, i got to fix this?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you start thinking about it um, almost immediately. And um, first in the context of, you know, what does it mean for the Sixers? How do we how do we handle that game and then in terms of what does it mean for you know the next couple of weeks against everybody else uh, Joel Embiid is so unique uh, as a player that um, you know you, you 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 have to think of the Sixers a little differently than you would um, you know any other team but um you know we're about to head to dinner as a as a staff and uh, hash all this stuff out and hopefully know come come up with a good plan to to put to put some good combinations on the floor and find the right path
1: steve kerr here on 95 7 the game does uh, are you a stress eater will there be an extra dessert tonight with all this
2: <laughs> i'm really not i'm you know i'm i'm relatively calm at this stage of my career you know other than that milwaukee game the other night when i lost my mind on the refs but for the most part i'm able to you know, stay pretty rational about all this stuff. I mean, it's, your injuries are part of it. Um, you know, losses are part of it. It's, uh... This, this this gig is not easy for players or for coaches and, and that's why we celebrate the way we do when we win because it's it's really hard but um, that's the challenge and that's something that we all kind of look forward to each day.
1: You know, one of the things that I think is a little difficult about this whole thing too is because you're now going to get the opportunity to evaluate some players, give some more minutes to, you know, uh, you know, obviously Jordan Poole I'm assuming is going to be starting games here. You know, Moses Moody comes into focus and as important As the minutes will be and the growth and practice and development that they need, how do you actually evaluate whatever you're about to see, knowing that the Warriors really aren't the Warriors or showing any sort of evaluation period without Steph Curry? I mean, you you have talked time and time again how difficult it is to play around the core of this group. So how do you evaluate independent progress without the main cog that is Steph Curry.
2: Well, you, you don't worry about that stuff too much. You just, you just try to win each game and um, you try to put the best combinations that you can on the floor. You know, um, you know, one of the reasons that, that uh, I played Ty Jerome, you know, in in games when we're shorthanded is we need an organizer. We need, you know, we need a guy to, to help us uh, get organized and, 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 Uh, make make play calls and and you know get us into a position to succeed and so it's uh it's not a case where you can say all right Steph's out well let's just play all our young guys or let's play this this group of you got you got to find the right combinations and uh and that's, that changes as soon as stuff goes out. You know, combinations change because of the the, the difference in, in the talent level. So that's what we have to figure out. And, and within that, we're, we're just teaching the young guys and watching film with them and giving them their opportunities. And, and it's all part of their development. Ah.
3: In terms just of the process of trying to figure out new combinations, uh, do you have sort of a... Uh, guide to how long you feel comfortable that that should take or is it just you're frantically trying to keep up the wallpaper until it sticks
2: yeah it depends on on uh, what time of the year it is i think early in the year you're you're much more likely to give something you know eight or 10 games and uh, now that we're you know a third of the way into things it's it's a little different you know you you can't afford to give if certain combinations uh, a long rope you you have to uh you have to 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 get results right away and so you're much more likely to to uh, make quicker decisions
1: steve kerr here on damon and ratto you've just announced there are some reinforcements on the way from santa cruz james wiseman and ryan rollins are going to be with you i believe as early as tomorrow uh can we expect to see them on the court tomorrow what will their ask be
2: we'll see, you know, they're, they're, going to take the red eye tonight, which is not easy. Um, you know, so hopefully they'll get some sleep on the, on the plane and they'll come to shoot around in the morning and, um, they'll, you know, they'll be suited up for tomorrow night. But, um, at this point, um, I imagine with Embiid, it'll be a, a, a committee trying to guard him. And, uh, so I would think James will be out on the floor some and, um, it's a nice Joel welcome NBA. back
1: to the NBA, yeah, right? To see you. That's a that's a rough welcome back. Uh your sure first it is. first assignment sure. is to LMB. Go at it, kid. That's tough. Um I, I've looked at, at Andre Iguodala as someone who was going to be there like break in case of emergency and inside you don't pull the fire alarm but you pull Andre Iguadala into your rotation. Uh, should I just stop asking about Andre Iguodala at this point? Or is is, is there a situation that has just presented himself that it's going to accelerate his timeline and he's going to be out there playing maybe sooner than the original plan might have been?
2: He's, he's going to play at some point. Um, but we just don't have a date. I mean, the, the whole point is uh, we're, 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 we just want him healthy in the playoffs. And uh, he's he's working every day with our training staff. He's getting shots up. Um, so the answer is yes. Just stop asking, and at some point, he'll be back out on the floor, and then we can talk about him then.
3: Well, let, let me ask this then, since I'm not going to ask directly about that. Will you know he's ready when he starts getting impatient to play again? Is How much of a metric is that?
2: He'll just, you know, he and the training staff will tell me. Um, they'll say, all right, let's, you know, let's ramp it up, and, uh, you know, he's going to play next Tuesday, whatever it is. So um uh, i'm not overly concerned about that because i've got a you know i've got enough stuff to to worry about and whenever whenever that time comes then uh, i'll be excited to get him back out there
3: Just make a list of the things you're worried about in order
2: <laughs> number one steph's injury <coughs> how's that for a start okay three four and five as well don't you think no, I, I'm not sure. I really want to go down that path, but uh, no, I'm saying Steph th- could
1: qualify for all of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, he he sort of factors into all of them for sure. But um, you know, we got to play better on the road. I mean, <clears throat> I think we're two and thirteen or something, two and twelve, whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> that that's just so unlike us. Um, so we've we've got to connect the game. I, you know, I ju- it just feels like when we're on the road, we are getting scattered offensively and we're too chaotic you know taking bad shots or turning it over with 23 turnovers 24 turnovers last night i think and that leads to bad defense and it's just it's a hard recipe you know to 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 throw in there if you think you're going to win on the road so we got to we got to get solid
1: you know after that win over the celtics draymond said something that i I believe in I, i think you guys can beat anybody at home at home you're officially still the Golden State Warriors, but on the road again it's 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 like the Orlando Magic and it's got to leave you scratching your head. You just kind of went into some detail about the scatteredness of it all. Is is this are, are are you more easily intimidated with the, you know, makeup of this team than you were a year ago? Any rhyme or reason to such a huge pendulum in between who you are at home and who you are on the road? And is there any fear that who you are on the road is isn't necessarily who you really are, but that's, I've always said, like, who you're at home is, it shows you where it could go. The pinnacle, how far it could go, the potential that you have to be as good as humanly possible, but you are kind of who
2: you are on the road. uh, Do you feel that way? I mean, if you're going to be a a team that goes places, you have to win some road games, for sure. Because that's what, you know, Raymond always has the stat, however many playoff series in a row we've won a road game. um, That's a really significant stat. Yeah. And I forget what it is, 25 or something.
1: Basically all of them.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much, you know, for the last uh, nine years or so, ten years, uh, the Warriors have won a road playoff game. So, um that, that's a good indicator that you got a championship contender. So uh, we, we have to be better, and, and, uh, and we will. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's just taking time. We've got young players who are doing a great job. You know, Moses Moody has played well the last couple of weeks, and Dominguez has been, been you know, much better and, and settling into a good role. Um, you know, and we've got our new guys are now. I think finding themselves. Uh, Dante has been really good. Jermichael had an excellent game last night. So, you know, we're finding we're finding um, roles for guys, but um, it's not coming together. You know, we we it, it still has to come together, and that that's probably going to take some more time, especially with Steph out
3: before this season. Yeah, I, and I'm not asking you to compare this to any of those, but what was the longest time it took for you to feel like the parts were meshing to the point where the game was, in fact, connected on a routine
2: basis? Before this season, meaning uh, in, in all of the seasons that I've coached here with the Warriors? Yeah. Uh, well, um, I guess, two. you know, the, you, you kind of throw out the injury year. Yeah. Um, when everybody was out. But two years ago, when we lost in the play-in, um, it took us three quarters of the season to find ourselves. And, and, you know, we were really good over the last 20 games or so. Um, but it, it took a long time uh, for us to find it. And um, it's, it just varies. Every year is different and the circumstances are different. Personnel is different. And, um, you know, we, we've, we've got to keep, keep plugging away. Steve
1: Kerr with us here on ninety five seven, The Game just for a few more minutes, um, specifically about last night. You're down 12 with eight minutes to play, which is the equivalent of, you know, being down four in the modern NBA. <laughs> and, and Draymond gets tossed. You know, with Curry nursing an injury back in the locker room, Draymond just cannot stop talking to an official long enough to not get thrown out of the game. How much does that frustrate you?
2: Well, it's frustrating, but it's, uh, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I, I just, uh, it had been a rough game for Draymond. Uh, he had a couple of questionable travel calls on him. Um, he's frustrated. He, you know, he, he, he is, Draymond is who he is, and so you can't embrace the passion and the desire and the competitiveness that leads to championships and leads to this amazing era that we're in. And then and then separate that from the ejections. Like it doesn't work that way. It's all part of the package. So um, I love Draymond. He's the ultimate champion, the ultimate winner. Uh, he he lives on the edge in this league, and sometimes he goes over, and he always comes back. So um, I'm I'm good with it. I will I will ride with Draymond forever.
3: Is there anything? And this may be an idiot's question, but since you consider the source, you can. <laughs> make the proper assumption. Um, is there anything to the notion that Draymond, Draymond has been in the league often enough that when he feels an official is frustrating him, that he could have the presence of mind to go maybe to the veteran official in the group to make his case rather than the guy who offended him? Or is that too much of an ask for any player?
2: Well, you saw uh, you know a couple nights ago in Milwaukee... Um, in what was a tough night for for him and for all of us um he calmly went over to the official and pointed out the the fan who was threatening him you know and and um you know so he he's absolutely capable of uh you know calmly taking handling a situation but it's not always going to be that way and like i said um i embraced draymond for uh who he is because he, he cares uh, dramatically about the outcome and about his play. He's passionate about the team, about the Warriors, passionate about everything. And, uh, you know, he's, he's occasionally going to get tossed from a game. He's, he's going to get a lot of technicals. That's all part of it. And um, you, you, you live with that.
1: I know you're a big sports fan. I know you love a great sports story. What do you think of what Brock Purdy has done with the Forty ers well,
2: It's awesome, you know, and, and um, it. it, it I, I think a little bit of of the NBA when I when I see the, um, the the success that he's had after I think playing four years in college, right? Did he play four years? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, and I, I just you know, I think there are some comparisons to be made. You see some of the the young quarterbacks who come into the league and they you know they haven't played that much. Uh, just going to take longer to develop, and sometimes you get you know these guys who may, maybe weren't as highly regarded um, who play four years in college. Allah, Draymond Green, and um, you know Brock Purdy, you know guys who weren't first round picks and weren't these uh, you know. Prospects, so, to, so, so to speak, coming out of college. And then, like, oh, wait, and you're suddenly reminded, you know, that guy started a million games, and he has been trained for this way more than the young guys, you know. And, and so I like I like this story. I mean, he's playing great, and it's great for the city, great for the team. Um, but a good reminder, too, that uh, all these young guys in every sport, they, they need reps, they need experience.
3: Uh, who do you like Saturday morning?
2: Well, I picked Argentina in the pool, the team pool, so um, I'm sticking with sticking with Argentina.
3: No, I lied to you it was Sunday. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, Sunday. I didn't know either, so okay. you're good.
3: So you're going to really be riveted to it based on the fact that neither of us know what day the
2: game is. <laughs> exactly i will be watching though no, it's been fun it's been uh it's been great to watch. i was captivated by morocco they put up an amazing fight and uh just to get as far as they did and then to, to to pressure france the entire second half i mean they were just peppering that goalie uh they were they were amazing to watch and then to see all the moroccan fans in the stands crying and uh, just the passion, and the emotion of sports. That's, uh, that's that's what we love.
1: Steve, speaking of uh, passion, emotion, and uh, games on Saturdays. Last Saturday, and this is maybe the only good news that I, I can deliver to you this week. You don't have to get me minutes in Paris with the Olympic team. After all, my Hoosiers go down to your Wildcats. Who? Uh, they got NBA size up front. They are absolutely huge, and they got shooters. Indiana got inside out at about as hard as I've seen Indiana get inside-outed in a really long time. Uh, Arizona, Final Four, write it down.
2: I, uh, I did not see the game we were playing that night, but I will report to you that Will Sheehy, former Hoosier on our staff, uh, we had a bet, and Will was forced to wear an Arizona T-shirt at practice the next day, and it uh, brought me great joy.
3: Did did he regard it as the great shame of his life, as he should?
2: (laughs) He he definitely was somewhat humiliated, which made it all the better.
1: Give my regards to Will and tell him I'm ready for a beer. Swap some war stories. I will let him know. Thank you so much, Steve. Good luck the rest of this road trip, and uh, we always appreciate your time. Have a good dinner tonight.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. (sighs)
0: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?